Welcome to One Thing from Genesis. Thanks for joining us. I'm Scott, and as we look at just one thing from Genesis week by week, I hope we both better understand God's supremacy and the hope, joy, and purpose He intends for our daily lives. God longs for a deep relationship with all people, and He's given us the Bible as the way to understand Him and what He wants to give us. Each week, we'll look at one thing and see how it applies to our daily lives. So with that, let's look at one thing from Genesis. When people think of God, they often think of love. We all want a loving God, but some people refuse to consider a God who draws the line or punishes people for their ungodly actions. Our passage this week has something to offer on that account. This week, our one thing from Genesis comes from Genesis chapter 19, verse 29. So when God destroyed the cities of the plain, he remembered Abraham, and he brought Lot out of the catastrophe that overthrew the cities where Lot had lived. If you look at the second part of chapter 18 up to our verse, you'll see how God visited Abraham and told him that the wickedness of the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah was so grievous that God needed to destroy those places. That might seem intense, but I wonder what it must have been like to live in such a wicked place. Abraham questioned God about his plan, and that's something you and I can do in prayer every day. God is not offended by your questions. God agrees with Abraham that if there are 50, 45, 30, 20, or even 10 righteous people in the entire city, it would be spared. So God's angels then headed to the city. And when they arrived, the wickedness of the city was evident. The men of the city sought to abuse these strangers with no provocation, while Abraham's nephew, named Lot, tried to protect them. Sodom was confirmed to be so truly wicked that it required judgment from God. But before the judgment, God rescued Lot and his entire family. God is a loving God, but he's also a God of judgment. He can be both. Both work together as part of God's holiness. The cities of Sodom and Gomorrah on the plain felt the wrath of God, which is God's fierce anger towards sin. In this case, the wrath was manifested in a rain of burning sulfur, which seems more like something we'd see in a Hollywood blockbuster film than in the pages of the Bible. And as we reflect on this story, there are a few things we can observe. First, we clearly see God judging wickedness or sin. We tend to think that that would never happen to us. While we might do some bad things, certainly we don't do that many bad things. We often compare ourselves to others and say that we're not as bad as them, so we don't deserve God's wrath. Even those of us who do real evil can always find someone more evil. But the reality is God's fierce anger against sin doesn't weigh our sin on a scale. Small sins are due God's wrath. In fact, God's wrath is really our greatest long-term problem. And we don't just commit small sins. We have a sin nature and will continue to sin unless something changes in our life. I think the sinning in Sodom increased as people became numb to their sin. That happens to you and me, too. And our sin nature ensures that we'll suffer God's wrath. 
Imagine what it might be like to have the full weight of God's wrath come down on you. It fell on Sodom and they deserved it, but it also fell on one who did not deserve it, one who had committed no sin, one who was completely in line with his Father. You see, Jesus Christ came to earth from heaven to live a perfect life as an example for you and me. Then, despite being sinless, he felt the full weight of God's wrath just for you and for me. He was punished for your sin and mine. Jesus offers the way out from under God's wrath. Romans 10.9 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Jesus died for the sins of all people, and God honored his sacrifice for you and me by raising him back to life. If you believe Jesus died for your sin and are willing to make him your Lord because God resurrected him, you will escape the wrath of God and spend eternity in heaven with him. I hope these few things about one thing from Genesis encourages you to dig deeper into the Bible. Until next week, here's hoping you'll find one more thing from Genesis. Genesis.